You're listening to the Movie Crew Podcast, and tonight we're talking about Stanley Kubrick's Dr. Strangelove, or how I learned to stop worrying and love the bomb. You no trouble. Me, fifth element. You will be a weapon. You will be a minister of death, praying for war. But until that day, you are cute. Sound off like you got a pair. Welcome to the podcast. We're your host. I am Brian Elkins. With me here tonight, Mr. Jared Callen. How you doing, Brian? I'm good. I am good, Jared. And Mike Griggs. 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 It. It's Riggs with a G. <laughs> yeah, Riggs. there it is. That's that it. That's I'm gonna it. gonna fuck just... it up every time. <laughs> what did I say? Griggs. I thought you I said, said Griggs. You said Griggs. 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 What did I say? Griggs. It's Griggs. Griggs. You said Griggs. I said Griggs. Fuck, bro. Every... God damn, I do say it every time. <laughs> it's okay, third time's a charm. Eighteenth billionth time's a charm. Well, you know what? Speaking of num- numbers here, yeah. numbers? 200 episodes, bitches. Holy shit. Uh, can, can I get a cheers from everybody? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah you can. Cheers. Yeah, you can. All right. That sounded good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. So uh, we're on quarantine. And uh, definitely we're, six we're, feet away from you right now. Yeah, we're, ever, we're all six feet away from each other. We're going to be doing a <laughs> podcast every single day until the, uh, the the thing is over because we're trapped in the room together. What? No. We're not allowed to leave the room. And, and, and we thought that we would start our quarantine podcast series with the ultimate end of the world movie. So uh, it happened to be, you know, it happened to fall on our 200 episodes. Every 50 episodes of Kubrick movie. Hey, guess what? It worked out. Oh, it, it feels so appropriate. Yeah. Watching it again today, I was like, holy <laughs> shit, this is right now. This is happening right now. <laughs> and it's funny. So, you know, it takes a little bit of the edge is off. It funny? It, uh, I laughed. I, I laughed, laughed several lot. times. Yeah. I was trying to concentrate too much on it, and I don't know if I laughed. I, I think I giggled a little at the end. You, you didn't laugh at the bodily fluids? And George <laughs> C. Scott's like, oh, come on, let's see. We're not going to get our hair must, Mr. President. Just, just killing about 10 or 20 million tops. <laughs> you didn't laugh at that? That okay, I, honestly, I I that moment, I was like, "This is too real right now," because those are numbers that are being thrown out from real scientists right now. He's so goddamn loud. <laughs> it's that new mic. We're <laughs> not real. real enough. Oh, squinty eyes. But, but, but we're not doing a podcast every day. All right. So, oh, oh really? <laughs> 
we can, we need to figure out how to do this like uh, on Skype. So we are like I know, you know how to do that, but I don't want to do that. I think we need to be in you know wear our hazmat suits like we're wearing right now and just do this. I'm down. Yeah, uh, it's gonna be good until like you know the Tennessee government comes in and is like you know if you leave your house we're gonna shoot you on sight, and then you know then it's bad. Actually, I saw um, <laughs> I saw a video of the uh, mayors of Italy go, oh, going yeah. around and just like freaking the just, fuck out of people yeah. who aren't in like, quarantine. They're like, "Go the fuck home! I'm gonna I'm gonna bring the police out here with fucking flamethrowers <laughs> and, and like it's like the I'm the mayor. Go home! I'm the mayor. Go home! Do you want to be in a fucking casket? What are you doing? Oh, it's perfect. It's yeah, so it's excellent. It's you should look so that good. up. <laughs> we need that guy on the beaches of Florida. Like right. They finally week. shut them down. They did. Yeah. Finally. Uh, took yeah. long enough. Fucking. People got money to make, yo. It was real, real life. Jo- what? Those kids were fucking partying on the beach. <laughs> well, the people that they're buying beer and drugs from. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't think about that. Well, no, wait. All the beer, all the fucking, everything was closed. Well, I guess the liquor stores are still making money. Bro, I just went That's to the liquor true. store right before I got here. Liquor stores are all open yeah, right man. here. Yeah, they are. Yeah. He was staying really far away from me. And, you know, just being very, but like, and I was pretty comfortable and, you know, I, I opened the door to the liquor store with my jacket and I went in and then I was okay until I had to like type my pin number in. And I was like, how many motherfuckers have touched this pin pad? Yeah. Well, you, you can do it with your knuckles if you're, you know, if you're, if you're super worried. I you're scratched gonna... my nose with my knuckles. Oh, see? well, then yeah. you're fucked, bro. Same. Okay. <laughs> no, I'd rather just, just use one finger the whole time. That's the only thing that touches anything. Just one it's little. my pinky on my yeah. left hand. You just know that this finger's that. dead to you? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't need my pinky. Who like, uses Like, that? if you were to lose one finger, it's probably the pinky on your left, on your, on your, like, you know, non-dominant hand. So, yeah, that's my true. pinky on my left hand. In the hand. words of James Bond, that's because you know what I can do with my little finger. <laughs> I'll show you later. <laughs> oh my gosh! So this movie. Oh. <laughs> Wait, what movie are we talking about? Doctor Strange. Oh, that's Doctor right. Strange. Oh, yeah. Love or how I learned to stop worrying and love the bomb. Oh, what a what a great title! It is. It really yeah, is. it is. Whoa! I feel like there's some not. Well, to to love be fair, coming. to be fair, like most movies we've seen lately, I really only watched this today, and I had to shoot, and so I just kind of like you know made it happen. When so was the last I, time I you saw it before today? Mm, at like a party at film school. So you've seen it twice? Yeah, and then I was kind of like, this is boring. Um, (laughs) I'm just being honest. (laughs) No, that's a a good perspective. And then when I tried to watch it last night, I fell asleep on it. Uh, It's slow, man. Really? It is. It is slow. uh, There's there's long procedural, like, uh, scenes that I thought were a little monotonous and stuff like that, but but you got to put it in its time and what they're doing. I see it for what it is, and I think it's excellent. But um, I think I think you need all that stuff though, because like they're 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 going through like I guess the procedure for how to detonate the bomb and how to arm I it and everything. That. I do love that though. But it gets to a point where <laughs> once once you realize that the the commander, the general, that's gone rogue and, and gone insane, right? What's when, his name? Oh, I forgot what his name was. Is uh, he Jack the Ripper? Yes. Yeah, it was G- Ripper. General, general Jack Ripper. Ripper. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All of them have great names. Yeah, they yes, do. They do. Was it Turks? Turks? Turgeson? Turgeson. It's something turd. Yeah, no, it's tur- like turgid, like like a like a like a dick, like like a stiffy, <laughs> like a turgid dick. <laughs> Yep, then there's yep. Mandrake. Oh, it's um, like it wasn't the president's name the like pre- Merkin or Muff Muffly <laughs> Merkin or something. <laughs> M- M- Muffly Merkin or whatever. Like, you <laughs> yes. know, so do you know what a Merkin is? 
No, a merkin? No, I don't know. A merkin is. is like a toupee for the genitalia. So if you're doing like a sex scene, you know, they, they'll actually get like what? a like a like a completely like 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 a, like a muff rug, and like to cover everything so you don't really see it. Or let's say you're you're completely shaved and you want to have like a really bright hot pink, uh, you know, bush. You can, get, you can get you a bright hot pink merkin, and you'll be in, you'll be set, Brian. And that, that was a, that was a big thing in 1964. I think merkins have been around forever, man. You're kind of blowing my mind right now. You're blowing something else later. <laughs> <laughs> Quarantine party. That's what I'm saying. We're hey, we're here. It, it's Ooh, it, it, just 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 gay for the stay. That's all I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> that pink bush is really hot. But it's also gay for pay. Ooh, you pay me in wine. It's worth it. Oh man, wine and pod. I give good pod, by the way. Oh my god, good. (laughs) Jared, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're here too, buddy. (laughs) I need the jokes right now. Yeah, man, the whole world needs jokes. It's good. It's good. You know, actually, and I, you know, the guy. There's there's somebody who who uh, who 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 couldn't. Who couldn't get five minutes into our last podcast because we were laughing like Beavis and Butthead because we were making fun of like, uh, surrender Dorothy. Um, oh man. And I really, this goes out to him. I'm sorry you couldn't make it into the podcast. You know, but if you would have stayed two more minutes everyone. longer, to, like, so when we had seven minutes, serious. we had seven minutes of ridiculousness at the beginning of that podcast. But, but if you make it seven minutes in, we die, we die, we dove in. It's like seven minutes in heaven, you know. Sometimes yeah. you just gotta last longer than you thought you were. I know, and that's tough. <laughs> Man, that's pressure. Yeah, I can't handle that. Guys. I don't know if I can wait seven minutes. <laughs> can you work on yourself for a minute? I'm gonna stand over here and, and, and do some breathing exercises. <laughs> It's like American Pie. I can do it twice. <laughs> Depends on the warmth of the pie. Oh, like warm apple pie. Anyways. Mom, um, this pie went cold over here. So were, were movies oh, no. predominantly black and white at this time? I, I no, feel, there were I feel, color That's films. what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah was there was like, a lot of color films. Yeah. So, so it brings me to another question. Gone with the Winds in color, and that was uh, 39. So We're... <laughs> Touche, bro. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Excuse me. I'm getting around to my biggest question here. So um, did they use stock footage? And was the reason that they shot black and white was to feel like either archival footage and uh, and to match the stock footage that they were using? Uh, What do you mean stock footage? What did you think was stock footage? So the plane opening in the beginning. The the plane opening. That was all stock footage. It looks like stock footage. The bomb stuff is obviously stock footage. Um, It seems like some of the plane stuff is like stock footage-y. No. So explain it. The the plane (laughs) stuff is not stock footage. The plane stuff is models and rear projection. Yeah. Yeah, Some of that stuff looks a little cheesy, but they actually went out and they, they shot that all that, all the background plates for all the airplane interiors. Uh, you know, if you're looking at the external of the plane, you're in the inside, the cockpit of the plane, they actually shot all that stuff. They got in an airplane and shot backgrounds. And I think they went over actually Russia at one point and like the Russia government like thought they were like spies. No, it was so it was it was that been they amazing. were filming over Greenland. Oh, that's what it was, Greenland. And they discovered a secret American base forced down and the Americans thought that they were spies for Russia. That's what it was. <laughs> we're making movies here, guys. It's, it's so good. Yeah, but I mean I think the model stuff uh, held up well. Um and even the stuff like outside the uh was it like the, the General Jack Ripper's uh, his office? Yeah, that that matte painting that yeah. looks great. No, it does look great. Oh, that matte painting looks great. No, yeah. it's cool. Like even the perspective where you can kind of see the building. It totally it's is. Totally is. It totally is. Yeah, and they do some see, kind of tell. a light gag, like right when he tell. flips the. Because uh, I was, I was. Are you, sure, are you sure it's not projected? Hold on. 
Oh, it, it could be projected, but, but I, I was just telling, yeah, I was just saying, because I was watching in between cuts and the clouds never move. Mm-hmm. Like that, that's what, that's what, you know, kind of gave it away to me, but I can see that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's, it, but it's really solid. It looks Kubrick great. constantly uses, uh, uses that, uh, you know, rear screen projection and, um, well, does he use front screen projection? I can't remember, but anyway, he, he projects images a lot. Um, so was all the airplane stuff projected or was that matted? Uh, that was matted because they actually shot the mo- model on blue. Even okay. though it was in black and white. So I guess that was shot actually in color. And then they, I guess, got rid of the color in it. <laughs> Interesting. Because, uh, yeah, they did shoot yeah, I mean, with a blue you background. Can, you can process it in black and white. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you got to get the blue key But the, first. the opening credits, that was definitely stock footage. With the airplanes having sex? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's kind of hot, actually. The that, way it kind of like yeah. bobbles in there. It's like, <laughs> like fucking airplane in the top of his head. <laughs> <laughs> See, I think that's hilarious, especially like it's such a great way to start the thing. <laughs> when, when the, the, the fusel like tank like actually pops out and the big phallic oh, thing yeah. there, it's like I'm done. I'm done. Just I'm gonna dock. And, and the other plane goes now, 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 now do me. <laughs> <laughs> and the music playing under it, it is, you know, it's priceless. Yeah, it really is. It's good. I like. Is it a little on the nose? I mean, there's some moments in the movie no, where, like, it, because it's kind of cool because people had never probably never really seen that before, and then it also has the message, you know, of it. I don't know, man. Is that do you think it's the first time people have ever seen planes docking? Well, like, just I don't know, like random things uh, having like a phallic imagery. No, I think that's been used before. Well, I mean, no, no one had ever seen the two planes doing that before. Oh, I don't. Oh, in a movie? Yeah. Mm, I don't know, man. Maybe. Maybe it's not. 1964, bro. <laughs> I don't know when that technology <laughs> was invented, man. I don't, yeah, I don't know. They may have seen it on TV, but they've never been on the big screen and seen them two planes fucking. I don't know. <laughs> fucking planes, man. Fucking planes, bro. <laughs> I don't know, dude. 60s, uh, it's got some, you got some weird cinema there. There was, there was a lot of things in the 60s. Speaking as one who did not live through them. No, I was not there. I, I get all my information <laughs> from Austin Powers. Yeah, same. Yeah, baby, same. yeah. <laughs> it's a Randy movie. You. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I did get some Austin Powers moments in this movie, just through some of the sets, like the war room. It's got very James Bond like sets. Well, the production yeah. designers from James Bond, uh, really? Yeah, yeah. Ken did, Adams did Doctor No first, yeah. And then this, and then he, does he, all he couldn't films. do the the other James Bond right after that because he was still doing this. But he, he did that awesome volcano layer in uh, what was that uh, James Bond movie with the big? It's the one they make fun of in all the Austin Powers movies, but it, it's like a volcano layer, and like a helicopter comes down in the middle of the volcano, and the it opens up, and there's a huge underground layer. Fuck yeah! They actually built this like set that was like oh, I forget how tall it was, but it was ridiculous. It was bigger than the studio. They actually had to build it outside. I'm telling you, we need to do a James Bond podcast. Well, you know, we were going to do that next month, and uh, I had to push that movie back. What are you going to do? They'll just probably release it, you know, online like they're doing all other movies. <laughs> It'll be $50 to watch it. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, you know, it, it's better than never getting to see it. Would you pay That's $50 true. to watch it? Yeah, I would. You would? Yeah, fuck yeah, bro. It's James Bond. You get it for like a 24-hour rental, 50 bucks. Can I have it longer than that? <laughs> 24 hours, 50 bucks? Come okay, on. Okay, we'll do it like all the other ones. It's 48 hours. Damn. Well, you Why, know, if why you would you be... need it for longer than 24 hours if you're just going to watch it once? No. Not, what? I wouldn't watch it just you once. Know what? Well. <laughs> oh my god. No. There's no movie he's only watched once. Eh, give me enough time. I'll get around to it a second time. You know? <laughs> you need that second time to absorb all the little details. I miss a lot of things the first time. You I know? agree. I agree. That's why I wish I'd have seen this twice. Well, well, you know. 
I mean, you kind of did. I kind of did. Yeah, you just put, you know, some decades in between viewings. <laughs> it hasn't been decades. Maybe a decade. It's been longer than a decade, right? Since you were in film school. Yeah, but not decades plural. Okay. How old do you think he is? Oh, God. said, <laughs> <laughs> don't answer. Okay. I've been out of film it's school. It's not polite. For, uh, it'll be 14 years in December. Good for you, man. Oh, all right. Yeah. Hashtag graduating. Hashtag living my own true life. Somebody's got to do it. Hashtag set life. A sets will never be on again. That's right. Ooh. I did my last shoot today, and it'll probably be the last one I ever do. <laughs> because <laughs> the world is over. Because the world's over. <laughs> it does seem that way sometimes, man. Yeah. Oof. As I was watching this movie today, I was like, well, at least I'm getting this one in before we all die. I, I'm a little scared, man. Movie theaters are going to go away. That they're just not going to be able to... There's a lot of things that are having the potential of going away. I know. And it's a yeah. selfish thing. It's not something we need. You know, yes, it, it is. It's not no, something I that, disagree. No, I, I completely disagree. disagree. I think I think that's it's something, it's, you know, I think I think we need in this room. Yeah. And and there's select people, but we don't need it for, to survive, you know? No. Survival is <laughs> relative. <laughs> I like this argument. I'll, 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 I'll <laughs> see where this is going to go. What, what, do you, what do you got for me? <laughs> Survival is relative, right? It's 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 Mas, Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Like okay, yes, you have food, you have shelter. Um I think humanity needs so much more than just food and shelter. And I agree. movies and things that are classically thought of as entertainment, right? Books and poetry and music and movies. They're, these are the things that we tell, that we used to tell stories to make sense of our lives, to make sense of the chaos. Why has Contagion been like one of the number one trending movies on freaking Netflix for the past you know week or whatever? Because people love to wallow in the pity and pain. <laughs> Because, because I, there's this, it. I haven't rewatched it yet. There's this mass event that's happening that is bringing all of humanity together in a way that we haven't experienced in the last hundred years, and people are trying to make sense of it. And they're turning to movies, and they're turning to the music, and they're turning to media to to find a way to make sense of the chaos and to tell themselves a story of of this doesn't have to be the end. Which I which which him saying that right there just made me think that next month we should we should slide our adventure movies to the next month if we can, and then just do an entire movie entire month of like outbreak movies outbreak contagion come on give me two more pandemic pandemic all right what's the next one oh let me think uh, carriers <laughs> zomb- uh, huh? carriers with Chris Pine I haven't seen that one no okay. I haven't seen that one either it's kind of like a zombie movie but it's not they're not zombies they're just they touch you you will get a disease and die right away oh it's like today. <laughs> it's, like, it's like really fast it's, it's almost it's like you know it's like it's as not fast 14 as a days it's not you know it's yeah. not yeah it's like 14 yeah. minutes like oh jeez. <laughs> oh, so yeah uh, there's some there's some, i'm sure there's some more outbreak and we'll, we'll, we'll look uh, contagion though those are those are really outbreak good outbreak and contagion are the big ones i think oh drama strain do we say that no Ooh. that'd be a good one yeah right. there's 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 a, there's a lot of good ones we should make sure that they're streaming as well on some services yeah if you, you know. if you know if your favorite <laughs> pandemic film give us an email at moviecrewpod at gmail.com extra e the the movie crew at, uh, right it's just the movie crew at gmail.com I thought it was movie crew pod that's just social media man oh fuck <sighs> listen Come Brian on, man <laughs> you have to have congruency between things so people know where the that's why we're not getting any email only because the other guy who has our real email address won't give it to us <laughs> that monster so if you want to send that guy an email and be like, come on, bro, relinquish it. Dude, I, I swear, I, I think I that guy probably him. does get our emails. I send that guy an email about every two or three weeks. That's good. I That's do. good. I'll be like, give it up, bro. <laughs> Wait, what's he, he sends your about? mom that same email. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I 
my gosh. So, this movie. Where does this where does this fall on your Kubrick movie list? Is this like a is this like a good Kubrick movie? Yeah, I, I think I'd put this. Uh, this probably be number five. I don't know if I've seen all the Kubrick movies, so I don't know where I, I would rank it. Definitely have not. No, I was thinking about that earlier today, trying to figure out like was this one of his first ones? Was this like his fifth one? Yeah, where, where, where does yeah. this fall? In, this is like in, his. Uh, I think this was, was his fifth like one. He did Fear and Desire. Yeah. He did Killer's Kiss, The Killing. Oh, well, hold up. He did uh, Passive Glory, Spartacus. Lolita, and then this was the next one. So, yeah, how many movies did we just named? A lot. Yeah, six, seven. It's like six or seven, something yeah. like that. Yeah, I, I like to think of this though as like the first Kubrick movie, though. Oh, this was the first Kubrick movie guy I saw. Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? It's, yeah, sure. yeah. It, it's the one that kind of like you can see everything that's gonna become later for the rest of his career. Kind of yeah. starts here, right? With the shots, um, especially the composition and the framing, and how he moves actors through the frame, and he'll just let shots. He'll, he'll just yeah. let them go, man. He'll just oh, yeah, yeah, man. He's all about the static, like you know, this lets it play like a movie. I mean, I'm sorry, like like a play. He lets he lets it just like live a little bit in in the scene. But and, he also and, does things with camera work and and blocking that's just really really interesting. The the whole first the first time we're in the war room and um, Dorsey Scott and the president are facing off. Like I I rewound it and watched it again just to see how how it progresses and the eye lines going left to right to then right to left. As the scene progresses, you saying they they switch the line? Yeah, but when, when but did they switch they the didn't, line? They didn't actually physically like move the camera, right? There were there were no dolly moves. <laughs> so they're doing that like really high angle through the circle. So they they start with the wide angle, right? <laughs> and then once they go into the close ups, Georgie Scott's on the left, um, and the president's on the right because mm-hmm. they do those side profiles. Yes, yes, yeah. And then then he goes back out to the wide, and then he goes to a close up of the president, and he's got two guys on either side, and it's this really interesting like shot. But then, the, then they go almost exactly like both center framed, and the next time you see George C. Scott, he's he's just on the other side, and then the next time, and just just he kind of goes to these medium and close ups, and it just the camera moves to the other side of the room. His close up though of George C. Scott's really that that low angle one, low angle yeah. up, where yeah. he's like shooting where the table should be. Yeah, yeah. Because when you look at that close up, you're like, oh, I didn't realize the middle of the table was glass, and then you see the table again, you're like. No, it's just a solid table. They Orson Welles that shit, bro. Right? Oh, for sure. It's so good, but <laughs> yeah. like, you yeah. know, like just the, the going back and the forth and the shots, like yeah. you're talking about those close-ups and how they play. I didn't think about it the first time I watched Imagine it. Imagine him yeah. looking at the DP going, I think we need to move the camera right here. <laughs> the DP's like, all right, let's get set. Uh, let's get set deck in here. <laughs> move this giant fucking table. <laughs> Put this 70-pound camera. Oh, oh, I just love how subtle that transition is because it's like if you're not really paying attention, it's just completely unconscious. But at the Makes same time, like that. there's there's this just unconscious mental shift of of power going from from the president to no, it's really not the president. It's it's this general guy that you've really kind of only see messing around with his secretary. <laughs> Fuck yeah, he is. Which and I that, love that, that opening with scene the, with him. with all the damn mirrors. Yeah, and yeah, she's like, all oh, great line. She's like, well, he's in the bath, you know. He... <laughs> oh, that is good. That's a one or two there. They oh yeah, no, it's excellent. Yeah. yeah, like comes in, he like slaps his belly. He's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, but then that that call back to her later, where she calls and he's like, oh, when know, they're in the war room. Yeah, yeah. And he's, he's like, like, don't you ever call me here. Don't you know where I am? Like, well, I mean, you would have to assume she did since she yeah. called that phone number. Like, no, it's not just physical. He's like, you know, I'd like to make you Mrs. Uh, like uh, uh, Ripper. Oh, <laughs> no, Mrs. Mrs. Turd, whatever. No, his name. Oh, that's right, Mrs. Turgid. Yeah, <laughs> whatever it was, Turgidson. 
you're gonna be a turd lady just like me I when he goes from from like talking to her trying to be like no i want i want you to be mrs whatever Mrs. to the very end when he's like you know if we're all gonna have to be in the bunker and there's gonna be 10 women to every guy <laughs> I, let's just talk about this we're just we're gonna have to do away with the whole monogamy thing i mean you know it's we'll just have to do it for america <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's what he's concerned about i like how at the end of his phone call with her he's like uh Remember to say your prayers. <laughs> and then the guy next to him was like, "Wait, uh, <laughs> I know. I like when she gets the the phone when she first answers the phone call too in the, in the mirror shot when she's like in the bikini. Yeah, she gets it. She's like, "Oh, who's this? Oh, hey, Fred." <laughs> <laughs> she's so informal with him. Yeah. Oh, it is. It is nice. Uh, it's all. It's all. Yeah. See, you were saying you didn't find this funny. You didn't laugh. No, I didn't. I wasn't laughing. But like I said, maybe I was. I, was, I knew that I was only going to be able to see it once, and I didn't have a lot of time, so I was trying to like study it too much. So uh, I was like, you know, I found things amusing. I did find it weird that the movie's called Doctor Strange Love, but he doesn't show up until like an hour in. Fifty-one minutes. Yeah, it's fifty. Yeah, fifty-one minutes. And he has the least amount of screen time of all three of the and, characters. Yeah, and it's weird that like they have that, and then like all hell goes loose, uh, breaks loose, and then we cut back, and then he has a weird little scene, you know, where he's doing his arm thing and 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 all that shit, and then it's just gone. I was like, wow, it's really interesting that. So why is he the crux of the film? Explain this to me. Why is the movie called Doctor Strange Love? Is that what you're asking? Yeah, let's hear it. Uh, well, I mean, why not? Is it because he's the most interesting character in the movie? I mean, like, what, like the, what else are you going to call it? I mean, he's just the he's the one in the room with the the master plan with the the know how the the scientific I don't know knowledge. What, what are you going to keep everybody alive down in the mine shafts? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, well, he, he even comes up with the the thing where it's like uh, where he's like, oh yeah, we thought about coming up with the doomsday thing, but like I forget what the reason like they don't go through with it, the Americans. But he's like, oh, you Russian guys. If you, if you built the Doomsday Machine, why did you not tell the world? <laughs> he's like, we were going to do it on Monday. We're going to do it on Monday. But he's, he's like, so-and-so loves a surprise. <laughs> I was like, that's a perfect response. Yeah, that is excellent. I don't know, too. I, I, I kind of like it, too, that you know, at the end of the movie, you kind of just think that Dr. Strangelove and everybody in the war room is going to go down in these mine shafts with yep. all these beautiful women yep. and computers and... It just kind of sounds like America's going to turn into the Third Reich down in a mine shaft. Yep. Just the biggest orgy ever. Because, <laughs> like, oh, yeah, see, we got we to gotta pick everyone. They, they got to have, like, we got to make sure they're strong. Okay. You got 80 so. women and eight dudes. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So, of course, all the men are going to have to do their duty. He was like, damn, I'm so sick and tired of this. <laughs> Laying pipe for country, man. The guy's like, what about gay for the stay? <laughs> Sorry, Ugh. we need to repopulate the earth. <laughs> I love how he's like, "Oh yeah, twenty years, and then we'll be back up to the national GDP." Like, <laughs> yeah. sure, yeah, sure, you will. Yep, it is ridiculous, man. It's so ridiculous. Well, I mean, that's the thing. Like Kubrick originally wanted this to be like a, a serious movie. I mean, the the book is based off Red Alert. Did he really though? Yeah, I mean, the book it's based off of is a it's a drama. It's a thriller. It's supposed to be like a political thriller of its time. I think when the they... movie was reworked like three different really? times so to become the comedy that it was. What's the story in the book? Because there's not really a shit ton of story going on, really. Well, uh, oh, the whole plane's being called back. I mean, just take the whole story and instead of it being a comedy, just play it for real. Okay. Um, there's it's another like movie. It's like a thriller, horror kind of like, oh shit, 
doomsday could actually happen, and well, this see, could be a way it would... Was it fail-safe with uh, I think that Henry that, Fonda? I think that that message comes across in this. I think that this, like, imagine imagine being uh, 1964 and going and watching this, and then, you know, you're finding it funny, and you're it's amusing, and, and it's crazy shit you've never seen before, but then when the end happens, <laughs> the world's blowing up and shit, that's pretty sobering. You know, it's kind of oh, like, for sure. whoa. You know, and then, you know, we'll meet again. <laughs> so perfect, man. That, that, it's, so, it's, it's so haunting, but like amusing, you know? Dude's like riding the bomb. Shit! You know, going down. Um, well, I mean, that's the whole thing. Kubrick, when he says he started writing it, he's just That's like, the feeling you want to have. And that, that's what made it comedy. feel like a, a Kubrick movie to me, was that, that feeling of like, here's, here's the world ending. But like, so there, there's this movie called uh, "Finding a Friend at the End of the World." All right, yeah, and I think it's a Steve Carell movie or something like yeah. that. Or seeking but, a friend, and, see, and, yeah, yeah, what, seeking a friend, a friend at the end, the end of the world. Anyways, Knightley, it, Steve yeah, it goes all the it's way, it goes all the way down to the end of the movie. Spoiler, and they're laying in bed, and the fucking world ends. And I had this like really weird like feeling, like oh my god, you know, like this is like really, I didn't know how to feel about this movie. I had the same feeling with this. It's like, you know, everything you've went through this entire time, uh, you know, and then there's just really big sobering, like, you know, the, our, our entire world is run by motherfuckers who really don't know what the fuck they're doing. They're all fucking fools. And like, you know, there's no fighting in the war room. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to determine the fate of the the human race, but there's no fighting in the war room. Yeah. And, and, and the fucking, the, the leader of Russia is like, is like, you know, like, like drunk at 3 a.m. Yeah. And, and like, and likes to fucking like whine and cry and get hysterical. It's like, like, what's his name? Which one? The, the guy he calls on the phone, the oh, president. Uh, kiss off. No, 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 no. no. He, he he keeps calling. Uh, um, it was Vladimir Kissoff or something, wasn't it? No, he, he was saying his name though. I can't remember his name. Oh, uh, um, Dimitri. He's, oh, like, Dimitri. he's like he's like Dimitri. Dimitri. I know Dimitri. Dimitri. I know. I know. Well, don't get hysterical, Dimitri. <laughs> yes, well, I'm I, sorry. I, too. No, no, I'm sorry. No, no, no. no. Okay, I, 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 there's no way you're more sorry than I am. Okay, we're oh we're, we're equally sorry. I have the capacity okay? to be just as sorry <laughs> as you. <laughs> so that, so that, and then and then, and then the Are way that calling just to say hello. <laughs> of course, I want to say hello to you. Like it's it's like it's, talking to a really so bad good. girlfriend. Like, it's, so it's like good. yes, I love you. I mean, like god damn, yeah, okay, yes. Oh no, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cuss at you, but man, how many times do we have to go through this? Like, <laughs> if we did it on purpose, you wouldn't have gotten the phone call, dude. All right, yeah, calm I down. Mean, damn, <laughs> it's so good, man. I, I don't know. I love that. <laughs> no, that is excellent. Yeah, it's very good no, dry what, delivery. What I'm saying is, is, is it that there's really like there's like a social like there's like a there's a message there. It's like saying that like all of our yeah, it's satire. Yeah, it's yeah, it's excellent. That, that that all of that stuff makes the movie really excellent. The thing I think that's perfect about it with the, with the satire is how how invested I get in the reverse of the situation. Like, if you think of if this movie was to play out like a normal drama, every time something went wrong on the plane, you'd be on the edge of your seat like, oh, my gosh. Well, oh, no, but these guys got to drop the bomb. They got to yeah. get to it. Oh, yeah. no. But now you have the the exact reverse of the situation. When, when well, things you go know wrong, things you're like, they don't oh, know. thank God. These guys are going to get fucked up. Oh, God, thank God. Yeah. Well, well, no, well, no. But when they do the heroic thing... 
you're like, oh no, you idiots, you're going to cause the end of the world. Right, because you know more than they do, which exactly. which actually makes the scenes way better because, you know, because they, they have no communication and they're just doing the best they can because they think that the world's already over. That's right. They're doing exactly what they're trained to do. Exactly. Which is why it's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we get a really, really, really great cameo by uh, James Earl Jones in this. This was his first movie. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Um, the guy who's the spy, apparently the guy who's, who, who comes in, who's, who's the Russian from, ambassador, the Russian ambassador, his deliveries at the beginning in his very first scene are very James Earl Jones like, Oh, when he's talking about the poached egg. Yeah. Yeah. Like, ah, like, like he, the that. way, the way he delivers things is very, uh, think James Earl Jones field of dreams, uh, or, um, or James Earl Jones, um, uh, exactly like Slobogos in fucking, um, <laughs> What? I am a warrior. Uh, what's his name? In fucking, uh, we, we we did this movie already. Uh, Alan Quartermain and the Lost City of Gold. Oh my so god, think- bro! I forgot about it. He was even in that movie. Please, <laughs> fucking James Earl Jones. Why didn't you do it? That's a great movie. Oh. He's like, I have an axe. <laughs> oh my god! I completely like blacked that out of my head. Oh, poor man. Great movie. Had a rough time in the eighties, though. Whoa. What are you talking about? The motherfucker's Darth Vader. I know. Yeah, that was in the eighties, yeah. Brian. And then, <laughs> and then two years later, he's like Alan Quartermain, Darth Vader to Alan Quartermain. I'm just saying. I don't care. It's a step I, down, I like bro. that movie, Alan Quartermain. Go back and listen to that episode. It's excellent. I'm just saying, it's a step down from Star Wars. That's all. I'm just saying. Everything's it, a step down from Star Wars. Just gonna at that say point. that. <laughs> you know, he was. He was also. Wasn't he also in the Sandlot? Yes, dude, dude, he's so many shit. great. One of my all-time yeah, favorite childhood he, movies, dude, for sure. He's done so many great movies, and, and, and like little hidden coming little to scenes. America. Oh, you can't. You oh, yeah. coming, to can't have coming to America. I, I, I hope he survives long enough to do the next. Oh coming God, to I hope so. There's, they were supposed to be working. on I it. know they're doing it right now. Yeah, <laughs> <clears throat> they were. They're nothing. So they were past tense. But did did they already shoot it though? I don't think so. Oh fuck! I think they were ramping ramping up to shoot it. Damn it! Like right now. Fucking quarantine that dude. Put him we in are going to get safe room. Oh, and... <laughs> they yes, finished that. Will. Oh yeah, it comes out in June or July. Let's hope that hold holds. Was slated to. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll get we'll get it on. You know, they'll edit streaming. it remotely. They'll be fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You don't have to worry about the editors. Actually, uh, what's <laughs> his name? Who's who's Bill? Uh, what's his name? Um, oh fuck, uh, Alex something. Alex Winter. Yes, he, he's super big on Twitter right now, like pushing the, you know, quarantine and, you know, he's super activist guy. He does all these great documentaries on the dark web and all this stuff. What? Uh, he does documentaries on the dark? Wait. No, no. He, he's a documentary filmmaker and he does, he's done like documentaries on the dark web and, and things like that. Okay. About the dark web. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't put, okay. No, he doesn't no, make dark He's not making documentaries and releasing them. them on the dark web. <laughs> okay. No. That's the way That's I heard I it too when he said that. <laughs> I was like... He's making snuff films? What? <laughs> Excellent! <laughs> if only you could have seen his air guitar. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody comes in and gets whipped and he just pops up. Yeah! <laughs> Be excellent to each other. <laughs> Party on, dudes! He whips out a giant dildo. <laughs> Classic. Oh hey, Brian. Gosh. Is it time for the trailer? Oh, all right. Yeah. Oh, I but... feel it. I'm ready for the trailer. <laughs> all right, guys. We'll be back. We're going to play the trailer for Dr. Strangelove or How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the, the bomb. bomb. Attack. Russia. Oh. Oh. 
nails to each male. chance of getting through well uh, sir uh, if the pilot's good see I mean I mean if he's really sharp he can barrel that baby in so low I mean, <laughs> you ought to see it sometime it's a sight you a big plane like a 52 room this jet exhaust frying chickens in the barn yeah doctor strange love or how I learned to stop worrying and love the bomb a moving <laughs> picture we're back. That was the trailer for Doctor Strange Love. We're not doing the whole title. Or yeah. Quit adding me on Facebook unless you really want to listen to the podcast. Oh snap. Uh so that was a really long trailer, and I think that is the real trailer. It's very crazy trailer i love all the, the quick cuts and shit yeah no the marketing yeah that's yeah. kind of ahead of its time yeah that's, i like that really really yeah cool. that actually feels very like current 2010s ish kind of marketing is that current it's very similar to the trailer for uh well, the, the, the girl the with the 10 years ago is current <laughs> like, like the uh, decade of the 2010s like, girl with the dragon tattoo 18, that trailer oh, it, it was very saying. yeah it was very yeah. similar or maybe they were ago. more throwback than we realized. Strokes Ooh. beard. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, just goes. So, what aspect ratio is this movie? Uh, it's like one six six to one. Yeah. Okay, because or one that, point six six to one. Sorry. That 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 trailer was four by three, but the wide shots were still the full length of the table. But when I was watching it, the wide shots were. 
we're we're edge to edge table. How did they get that into that four by three frame? I don't know. That was just a YouTube video. I didn't really like look at Let the. Uh, I was watching it. It's yeah. weird. I don't know. I don't know. It was cut so fast that I didn't even notice. I was thinking that you know because didn't Kubrick shoot some things that that could be reframed later? Like it was shooting things in well, four by three, like one six six. I mean, you're really not losing that much, really. If you if you chop the sides off, I think they're chopping the tops off. Yeah. To get there. To get to the top and the bottom. Yeah. Well, I'm talking about if you're doing like a 185. What I was saying is, did they shoot full frame 4.3 and then do a crop for... Oh. That's what I'm saying. So it looks like we were seeing full frame there, which is more of what we got than in the film. It looks like they were doing crops there, because I was saying you, you, that there was What he was did no, for The Shining? Yeah. You, that's what you're that's saying? That's what I'm thinking he's doing there. I think the hmm. trailer was kind of the full ne- negative. So I think we were seeing more there than what we were seeing actually in the film, is what I'm saying. That's possible. Yeah, it looks like it. It's I didn't know. It's kind of sexy. It was cut. I like it. It works for me. I, yeah. I was laughing too much. I would love to frame. I, like I would jokes, love to man. frame match those from the movie and see if I'm right. If if if, it, if we were seeing full negative there. I'm sure there's a plenty of website we can Google. <laughs> and to get I, that information. I, I just pique somebody's interest. They're going to go check that out. But they should because it's got me like wondering. That's what I'll be doing for sure. tonight. Well, and you know. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I. <laughs> I, I didn't Shelter see anything on the uh, special features or anything that they, they mentioned that, but yeah, because in the movie uh, on the DVDs and the Blu-rays, they just put it out at one six six in that right. in that aspect ratio, right? Which was, I think that was the intended uh, theatrical um, aspect ratio. So, like if you watch the Blu-ray for The Shining, that's that's what, no that's no longer four three. But what I'm saying is that was four three, but it, the shots weren't cropped because you were still seeing the full table in the wide shot, edge to edge, just like you did in in the movie. Yeah. So. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm okay with that. That's my hypothesis. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> this movie. This movie. <laughs> what you got over there, Brian? Oh, uh, what do I got? Did, wait, you said something earlier about... You got like two pages of notes over there. Yeah. And I want to hear some of your thoughts. Right after the break, you know, Brian drops this like bombshell on me that I didn't understand, that uh, I, I didn't know. What was that? that? That the editor, I mean, that the, uh, sorry, the DP of this movie... Oh, yes. Uh, Gilbert Taylor. Yeah. Old Gilbert shot Star Wars. Yeah. That's excellent. He shot a bunch of good stuff, man. You know, I can't remember. Like, once you shoot Star Wars, it's kind of hard to remember. Like, what the fuck else did this guy do? This was over 10 years before Star Wars. So this is is what led up to Star Wars. No, but he's got a a pretty nice uh, career here. I want to know what his movie after Star Wars was. What do you what do you follow Star Wars up with? Well, he did do Flash Gordon afterwards. Oh yeah, Flash. he did he did the Omen <laughs> and he did Repulsion. He shot the Omen. Yes, he shot Ooh. the Omen. Right, it's some nice stuff. That's awesome. He also shot Frenzy too. Uh, I didn't which, see that. It's one of uh, Hitchcock's last movies. Hmm. I think it's his last one that he completed from start to finish because he died during Family Plot. He shot the Omen right, but he shot the Omen. Or maybe that then was he shot last Star one. Wars and then he shot. Breaking Up. What is that? It's a TV movie. Yeah, oh, man. You follow up is. Star Wars with a TV movie, bro? Paycheck. Gotta get that money. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta pay that rent. Well, he, he shot that 1979 version of Dracula. Come on. Who, star, who does Dracula in that one? Ah, uh, I think it's Frank Langella. Oh, he was still... Yeah, Frank Langella. Yeah, he was still doing it then. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah. He's had a good career. One of my favorite Frank, Frank Langella movies is Dave. Oh, dude, I love Dave, right? <laughs> we need to do that movie on the Fucking Kevin Klein, man. What an yeah. American treasure that motherfucker is. God, yeah. love Kevin Klein. We need Kevin to do Klein. an entire Kevin Klein month. We'll do Dave. We'll do In-N-Out. And what else we got? Oh, man, is you have so else? many. I, I like I Love You to Death. Okay. That's a good one. Uh, Silverado's a good one. 
Haven't seen it. The Big Chill. Nope, I like The oh, Big Chill. Dude, wild that's Wild so West. Good. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. You're right. <laughs> uh, just, I, you didn't have to qualify as a good one. I'm just throwing it out there. That'll be the bonus episode. <laughs> wiki wiki wow wiki wow. <laughs> I don't know, guys. We have to skip that one. Skip Bill Pullman month? I'm just... (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what? We're doing Independence Day for that. Followed up with Malice. Classic. Bill Pullman. Wait, how did you go to Bill Pullman? You were just thinking of Will Smith. (laughs) 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 What is it? Bill Pullman. (laughs) What's the other white guy that tags along with Will Smith? For some reason, Kevin Klein and and Bill Pullman kind of cross in my brain for some reason. I could see that. Uh, what? What? Kevin, how, kind of what? have similar face. Oh man, Kevin Klein has like just he oozes like on screen charisma and just he's he's so good and I don't know Bill Pullman's and him and Sabrina Weaver <laughs> are so great together. Oh, you're talking about Ice Storm? I'm talking about Dave? Oh, oh fuck yeah, Dave. Yeah, Dave, Dave bro. Oh, okay, sorry. Franklin Jello. I was thinking of Kevin Klein and Sigourney Weaver. Ooh, which would also be Dave, but would also be the Ice Storm. So you just blew my brain. There you go. Have you I'm guys totally seen Lost Over? <laughs> oh, you, oh, you, you've never seen Ang Lee's? I have uh, not. I have oh. not. You know the guy who did Brokeback Mountain? Yes, yeah. I'm, I'm aware of him. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Oh, I like to bring that up, you know. Or, you know, the Hulk. Oh, oh, the, Ang Lee's the Hulk, man. You could have literally Fuck, said anything but that. The best thing about Brokeback Mountain is at the end when he goes in and he pulls the shirt, you know, from the dude that he, you know, is dead, is dead. Uh, boyfriend or whatever, there's a uh, Hulk sticker on the wall. Stop. No, there's not. Yes, there is. No, there isn't. Yes, there is. He put a fucking Hulk sticker in there to remind oh, motherfuckers, I did the Hulk. <laughs> Good for you, Angley. He's like, yeah, that's right. You crying? You crying. I did the Hulk. Bye. I have, I have a story. <laughs> like, I, 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 when, when I watch movies, I piss people off because I point out things that other people w- wouldn't see normally. And Fuck so yeah. I, I had this buddy of mine that I went, that I went to film school with and, uh, there were, so we, we, we were, <laughs> we were in, uh, <laughs> we were watching Brokeback Mountain and there's a scene where we were in the theater, right? For, we were watching it. And, uh, there's a scene where the, the wife like sees out the window, like the two, the two dudes, like hugging and kissing and stuff like that and so she turns around and like the kid walks over to her and the and the kid she picks the kid up and 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 she's crying she's like what's wrong mommy or whatever and then as she picks picks the kid up like her shirt raises up and you see you see her lav cable and i I lean over and i I lean over to my buddy and i'm like hey do you see that that lav cable right there he goes no i just saw a woman's heartbreak (laughs) (laughs) okay same dude let me have the quick one same dude uh, so around the time, so we went to go see The Hills Have Eyes. So see, see same era. Okay, okay? Okay, okay. And then at the end of that, I'm the kind of motherfucker that likes to count gunshots. In oh, yeah, yeah, Okay, so the end of that movie, they, they pull a gun up, and I look over him and go, it's empty. <laughs> and, and like she pulls the trigger, and it goes, click. He stands up in the movie theater and storms out <laughs> and like leaves the theater and then waits for me to, waits the movie over and then me to come out. And he never saw a movie with me again. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> On the Ang Lee note, uh, <laughs> Ang Lee, if you're listening, we can go in and digitally remove that uh, that mic cable for you since is, you know we're on yeah, lockdown. Yeah, we so. have we the technology. We can. <laughs> we can do that from the comfort of home. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So Ang Lee special edition. Broke back mountain. Let's do it. Well, you know, there was that guy who had that Kickstarter to remove the rat at the end of the department. Oh, right. <laughs> Why would you do that? I don't that. That's so good, though. Yeah, Come yeah, on. yeah. Because oh. he, he, he said it's a perfect movie, except for that. 
<laughs> if you haven't seen that, you should look that up. It's really funny. He has he has an entire budget breakdown because he found some Hollywood like it's some guy that you know oh, you dude, could totally so do funny. it, Brian. But like they they, 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 they it's some Hollywood dude that he he tracked on IMDb, found his email address, contacted him, asked him if he'd be interested in doing the project and get a quote to paint out the rat and what that's going to cost. So he has a line item. He's like he's like he's like even down to the point where he was going to go buy a copy of The Departed and then and so he actually had that have the case and then get a dvd replica made so he can actually stick that in there and he can have his own personal copy and then if you would want one by backing it he will make a copy of it he'll buy a copy of the departed and then make it and then send you a actual perfect version of the departed man that's a good that's a good satire account i like that, <laughs> that is... no, i think he was serious he, oh, got, he, he was 100 percent yeah, serious wait, and he wait got the hold money. up okay i was laughing because i thought it, that was a funny joke no, it's no real. It's, it's a it's kickstarter <laughs> it's, it was a real kickstarter he was like no i seriously really this hate this 100 percent true yeah oh now I just feel bad for that guy. I was, I was like, oh, man, dude, that's cl- Oh, that's so cute, man. Oh, that's hilarious. And especially the way you were explaining it. I was like, oh, that's that's funny. No, this is somebody who oh, thought this out. No, that's kind of sad Clearly. now. Yeah. Quite, he could have paid me a six-pack of beer, and I could have painted that rat out over a weekend, I'm sure. Wow. <laughs> Should have been a good six-pack of beer. <laughs> this story is like a reverse Dr. Strangelove. I was laughing at this satire, and then it turned out to be real. <laughs> Or how you wait, love, wait. It's pretty much how you learn to oh, love yeah, the Oh, yeah, maybe rat. it is the same. <laughs> Where are my shorts? Oh, man. Hmm. Why would you want to remove the rat? That's so funny, though. That's a good... That's a, oh. Because they were saying that it's too cheesy. That, that, that kind of hurts my heart a little bit. Heart? That's a fair response. Broken. <sighs> I just saw a man's broken heart. I just saw a woman's heartbreak. I swear he said that to me. And I was just like, God, man. <laughs> Excuse me for living and being a film dude. <laughs> you shut up when I'm getting my emotion see, on. See, I was making r- random, stupid, like making pissing people off with my film bullshit, you know, 14 years ago. <laughs> and that's why you went into film. Yep, and that's why I do podcasts now to piss all you people yeah. off. Absolutely. Oh, let's talk about Peter Sellers here. Yeah, because uh, we have not even brought him up. I don't wait. Think. He's in this. <laughs> <laughs> he's, play, he's playing three different roles. Three different roles. Wait, is he really? So he got paid apparently a million dollars. This is what I heard. Stanley Kubrick was like, "I got three for the price of six. Three characters for the price of paying six people." And I kind of have to agree with that. Those three roles are just tremendously fantastic. It was lost on me, seriously. Tell me which three roles he plays. Oh my goodness. Uh, the President. Yeah, he's the Dr. President. Dr. Strangelove and Mandrake, the guy caught with... Um, the British... Uh, the British. What, what do they call it? The foreign... The foreign exchange officer, foreign the British the British dude who's, who's so in the room, stupid. who's in the room he's, with the, the shit exploding and all that. Yeah, that's all the same dude. That's the same guy. I totally Peter Sellers, did yeah. not know that. Is this your first Peter Sellers experience? It may be. What else is? Oh he done? my god! The Pink I Panther, fucking man. Pink Panther, yeah, dude. And that was like my entire childhood was what? every single Pink Panther they, ever. They made, how many was he in? Five, like seven. Oh, he's in so many, so man. many. What is the uh, the only Pink Panther I know is the the fucking Pink Panther. <gasps> the second one is so good. Ba-dum, Shot in the dark. Boom, 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 yeah. Is that that? Yeah. Yes. What, what's, that what's, yeah. what's from the, that? Yeah. Oh yeah, but what what Pink Panther? What, what is the Pink, the Pink Panther, Panther, Panther though? It's a diamond. The Pink it's, Panther it's about a jewel thief. It's a diamond. Okay. Peter Sellers plays Inspector Clouseau. You don't know the bumbling no. detective that just magically somehow every single time manages to. You mean Steve Martin? Crack the case. Fuck you. <laughs> that's the one I know. That's, yes. No, that's the remake. Yes. Yeah. Steve Martin loved Peter Sellers so much that he wanted to remake such an amazing movie. 
series. But yes, that is the okay. Is so I have never seen this, and I guess I might do that. You absolutely fucking should. Holy shit, they're so people good. always tell me you've never seen the Thin Man. You would love that, you know. So this is one of those moments. I have an extra copy of the thing. You can take. I have too many of your movies. Let me return it. <laughs> no, you can, you can just take Same. it. You can own it. Same. I, I, yeah, I yeah, have multiple but, copies of that. Yeah, but anyways, yeah. So Peter Sellers, what else has he done besides this? Uh, being there, I think is really famous. Uh, I think he was nominated for an Academy Award. He, he was in Lolita with uh, Kubrick's previous film. I thought that was uh, oh, okay. wait wait is is he the is he the Herbert Humbert guy or whatever? No no he's he's not the um, that's not, J- James Madison character. That's James, yeah yeah James he's the Madison. one that falls in love, uh, yeah. you know, marries and and gets. Uh, I guess he ends up like kind of adopting Lolita after the mom dies. Uh, spoiler alert! But um, anyway, Peter Sellers is like the the guy that comes in and, and takes Lolita away. He's the younger dude. Yes. Okay. That yeah. I wouldn't James Madison him ends up killing seen that end. once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he did like uh, he he wears disguises, right, to fool people from who he is because he's supposed to be a famous he's a famous author in Lolita. Anyway, he wears disguises, and the studio Columbia was like, "Look, Lolita was a box office hit because Peter Sellers was wearing disguises. He should play more than one role." And Kubrick was like, oh, really? really? That yeah. was their fucking, there was their thing? Yeah, so they were like, oh, Kubrick was like, that's kind of stupid, but look, you're giving me money to make the movie. Okay, whatever. <laughs> uh, Peter Sellers was originally supposed to play the uh, Major Kong. The, uh, the Texan dude that was piloting the yeah, Slim 52. Yeah, what, what's his yes. name? Um, Slim's Pickens. Slim, Slim Pickens. Slim Pickens. Yeah. Slim Pickens. Sorry. Yeah. Slim's Pickens. Whatever. I feel a little better at being him playing that character. Instead of some random motherfucker trying to do that character, it just feels right for him to be that character. I agree. Yeah, it just it just fits. Oh, the it's, like, it's like it's like Mr. T in the A Team. That's fair. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good comparison, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> I was like, I was going to say like what, and then I started thinking about yeah, it. I was like, no, I'm not pity the fool. Yeah, 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 no, it's, yeah, it's perfect. No, you're right. You're right, you're right. <laughs> that, that that is correct. <laughs> <laughs> it, it took a while. Thank you for having my back. Yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> yeah, but he, he, yeah, he fits that persona. Him writing that nuke down, right? Yeah, right up he until the point where he writes fuck. the fucking nuke down. He doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. Actually, but I, I love, I love the 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 aspect of his character that he comes off as a hick, but he's he's a professional pilot, but he can also go down and rewire the fucking plane. Oh fuck yeah, man! Like he knows everything about this fucking plane. He's like. You guys stay and do your job. I'm going to take care of the thing that's probably going to kill me. Yeah. And then right he does, he's like, hells yeah, I'm into this the whole time. Well, he, he, did, he, did, he did his mission. Like, he completed his mission. Yeah, well, he, yeah, he would have been the hero. Yeah. You know, that's, what, that's why it's so, it works so well, you know? Yeah. And then well, when they cut back to the war room, it's, I don't know, that's a pretty funny <laughs> <guess>. <laughs> It's a nice juxtaposition of like, you know, uh, I don't know, that stuff could be taken serious if it wasn't for all the stuff with the war room in between i don't know for, you know for the most part I, you know the plane stuff i uh, know there is some comedy there i was gonna say it could be played straight but no there is a lot of comedy especially when they're going through like their survival they had the mini bible the survivor kit that sounds like a great weekend in vegas they, they open it up and it's like an early apple package it's got like the plastic and they like yep. open it up and then there's like a pistol <laughs> like they already don't have a sidearm <laughs> you know here's another gun <laughs> here's some ammunition some sticks of gum Here, here's a hundred dollars five in, sticks of gum a <laughs> hundred dollars in gold hundred dollars in rubles <laughs> he's like we have a good we have a good weekend in vegas with all this <laughs> 
Three things of lipstick, just in case. Yeah, yeah. some stockings. I mean, if you're going to stay the gay, might as well have some lipstick. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> gay for stay. Yeah, those are like <laughs> nylons. Yeah. It's like, what? what is Why? this in preparation for? Uh, you can use those as fishnets, you know, for, for catch fish with. Uh, right. That's yeah. definitely. That's what they're for. That's what they're for. Okay. All for. right. Okay. I'll buy that. Keep your bean bag nice and, and tight. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you did the uh, the motion for it. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. You know, I just, need you guys to understand what I was talking about. Just picture. That was just he for you guys, not for the, the podcast motion. guys. <laughs> I think they got it now. <laughs> right, so I'm interested to hear some more uh, notes. I mean, we've what got, you got on the page over there, DPs buddy? of Star Wars and uh, stuff. <laughs> um, okay, so. Four, uh, four Oscar nominations, Best Picture, Best Actor for Peter Sellers, Director and Screenplay. This was Kubrick's first of four director nominations. He never won. Isn't that insane? Hmm. He that never is, won an Oscar for Best Director. Um, you, know, you know, that was before the Oscars got too political and they would just give them away. You really had to earn it back then. <laughs> well, I don't know. I think he always kind of... <laughs> he, he always had kind of a ta- taboo sub- subject matter. Yeah, that's what I'm right? saying. He, yeah. he was bucking the system. He became more classic as as time went on. You know, like 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 in hindsight, looking back. At was it. he always that classic? And the rest of classicness just finally progressed to where he was. I mean, he, he's so well, badass yeah, that, that the first thing in this trailer is him, <laughs> his face. I mean, like you know, he's oh yeah, those flash frames yeah, in the beginning. Yeah, that's true. Him. I forgot yeah. about that. So Oscar or not, still a great movie. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm. Well, you get nominated for, yeah, writing, picture, directing, and an actor. Yeah, you you did something good. Yeah, that's true. Written and produced by. I mean, directed and produced by. Oh, hold up! It's like it's something ridiculous on so, IMDb. Was well, he not sixty-seven? Wait, was he not also the writer as well? Because he credited he one himself of the as director producer. Yeah, yeah. So he's just credited as director producer. Yeah. And that really. That's always fascinating to me to see to see what they want themselves directed or. Credited as. What was the budget on this, Brian? Oh, it was like 1.4. I think it was 1.4 no, million. 1.8. Well, you're right. 1.8. There you go. When two thirds of your lot, budget though. goes to it's one actor. If you think about inflation, it's it's a shit ton. Well, I mean, they were really smart with their sets because um, they had the war room, right? Yep. The office. That apartment. Yep. The initial apartment with the mirrors. With the mirror. And then they had the and inside the of the plane. Yeah, the bomber. Yep. And then I think everything else was... And there was the hallway outside of the office. I think that was the... But it still could have been I think same. that was just yeah. inside uh, the studio they were shooting. Absolutely could have been. And the outside exteriors that they were shooting at, those, those were the exteriors that they dressed up. They put that... Uh, what is the... Um, per- pieces pieces are, prof- are profession. <laughs> which they did not make up. That is the actual motto of the Air Force. Is it really? Yeah. Wow. That's kind of crazy. <laughs> it's, it's it works so perfectly for this too. I love how Kubrick just lets yeah. that one shot like linger with all the troops going through yep. firing. He's just like, oh, let's just hold on this just for a second, <laughs> and then he pans away. <laughs> it's nice. Oh, I like that too. Uh, we didn't talk about the the shooting styles, but so the attack on the Air Force base and the bomber has it's pretty much those are pretty much all handheld. But definitely has that feel for sure. And then yeah. the rest of it's uh, the war room, very and smooth and, and static and dolly. Yeah, for yeah. sure. It works. It it lends itself to for the the kinetic energy of those two sections. Like, like all the that. stuff in the bomber, you feel very claustrophobic. Like it's all close ups and medium shots, and you feel like you're in this tiny little space. 
But then when they're doing all the the attack on the base, that was all like handheld, like feels like you're actually there, like shooting from behind cars and shit like that. And you're like, oh yeah, like this, this I could see the progression from this to Full Metal Jacket a few, oh, yeah. a few years later. Like you, you definitely feel a little bit of like the this was fun. I should make a whole war movie kind of thing. Yeah. I love the chaotic feel of the handheld camera inside the, um, you really see it in the trailer. If you just want to see the scene, like when, when the all chaos is going off inside the uh, airplane and the camera's like panning up and it like, you know, just, just like panning around all the shit that's going on. Oh yeah. 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 The yeah. missile feels, attack. Yeah. It yeah, feels yeah, awesome. Yeah. yeah. That, yeah, that, yeah, that it feels like an action movie at times. You it know does. I mean? It does. Yeah. Also, I just have to say I love all the the smash zooms when they're in the in the uh, the bomber and they're like oh we're gonna flip a switch Poof, really close to this <laughs> like every single time he does it I just laughed every single time like I don't know if that was ever done for comedic effect but they worked so well for me that oh. I just I just love them every time I think they have to be because he keeps repeating them they, yeah. it's just like yeah. they'll go through the checklist he's like here's another button. Here's like so, <laughs> so many fucking switches to flip. Yeah. Well, I, I like the one too. Was at the bomber door, and he just yeah, keeps the bomber door. Close. He flips it, and he's like six different ways. Did you check the other thing? Did you ask your mom if you were even allowed to do that one time where you were able to switch? Smash cut. Zoom. <laughs> Still closed, buddy. It's blinking. I like all the mechanisms for the switches. There's like yeah. these things that you click up so the switches can't come back down. It like oh, locks the, them into yeah. place. That's and the stuff. code prefix. Which uh, which they have to like uh, they get it at the end of the movie to yeah, recall yeah. all the planes. Um, what, what, what is the it's the code prefixes was something funny. I actually wrote it down um, because the general the OPE thing. Yeah, the, what was it? He kept writing uh, purity of essence and peace on earth <laughs> on that piece of paper. That's how they decipher it. It's, it's like god damn, bro. It's like like fourteen year old girls. Like, oh, I met the guy, and this is my name with his last name after my name. But I'm going to write it 15 different ways. Just practicing my signature. <laughs> <laughs> this is how I'm going to sign my checks. That's, that's it. That's it. I'm going to write myself a check. <laughs> so so was the uh, was General Ripper, was, was he um, pretty much starting his whole, his whole plan because he lost an erection during sex one evening? That's the story that he is, starts. That is when because he of first discovered it. <laughs> oh, when it. He first became aware because of Because of fluoridation. And since then, he never gives any women his... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> his essence his, again. His, his vital fluids. He's like, I give them my attention, but I don't give them my essence. <laughs> what like, the fuck does that sure even Sure you do, mean? bro. It means sure it doesn't come in them, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> pull out. Ooh, or does it mean he like he doesn't he's, use condoms because he's a Catholic? Does it mean he just does he will not come in them? He'll always Com- pull out. condoms, commies, condoms, commies. Coincidence? <laughs> I, oh, think I think not. I think not. Oh man, all the commie talks pretty funny. <laughs> oh my god! Every time George C. Scott is like these kind of bastards. Like, yep. That that's probably the most over the top over the top performance out of the whole thing. I think it's George C. Scott. Uh, I, well, outside of Doctor Strangelove, I, I think that say, that's probably the, the whole thing the where he's like fighting his hand and, and you know and, and calling the president the Fuhrer. What do you guys think up with the hand and the black glove? Well, it's because it's an inter- internal struggle for uh, you know he's still he's still like still a fucking Nazi, but he's working with the Americans, so that's his like Nazi half, the darker half, the gloved. 
is still, you know, in love with Germany and the Fuhrer. Yeah, every time he mentions something about, like... The... It even tries to choke him because he's helping them. He's, yeah, he's, you know, he's it's helping to, them. You know, or he, you guys heard the... Everyone thinks it's a mechanical arm. He, so he's a mad scientist, right? You know? So he built, like, his, his arm... So he, he, no, it's the, he built it's the a Nazi arm. hand syndrome thing. <laughs> exactly. Where the half My of your Nazi brain isn't arm. connected to the one side of your body. Like, you get disconnected in the two halves of your brain, and you you literally can't control one side of your hand it's it's an it's a real condition like it is an actual documented thing I like that movie idle hands <laughs> it's, it's nazi tourette's but like every time he mentions the uh the doomsday device his hand goes into the heil and if my fear i'm sorry mr president <laughs> he's like what lots hell? of people could die and his hand goes in the heil <laughs> His hand is like, fuck him! <laughs> 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 and he's like trying to put it down, and nobody in the room, everyone's just like, yeah, like you know, that's Dr. Strange Love. This guy's really strange. It's in his name. He's like, his hand's got an erection for that doomsday device, but it's probably fine. What kind of what kind of name is that? Strange Love. It's a strange that's what one. his hand is given. It gives me some strange love. <laughs> Well, Back to she, the notes. What else you got there, Brian? Man, you know, I don't, I don't really have that. Uh, man, I think we, I think we talked about. Uh, oh, one more name, Bat Guano. Oh, General Bat Guano, General Batshit, crazy as Batshit Guano, the guy that shoots the uh, the Coca Cola machine to get the change. <laughs> if if you are not able to contact the president, you're gonna have to deal with the Coca Cola company. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking rolled at that line. Hey man, if you do product placement, that's the way to do it. I mean, did you know that, that Coke machines like that back in those days actually mixed the drink like live and would spit it out into a uh, a cup? So kind of like, kind of like, so you a, like put your own cup in the machine. No, it, thing? it spits out. A, you know, you've seen uh, Terminator Two: Judgment Day. It spit. It spits. <laughs> I'm bringing it back around. <laughs> I see what you did there. I want to see how this connects. Keep talking. Wait, what do you mean? I've seen Terminator 2 Judgment Day. Now what? I thought that would give it away. You you know the scene where the guy walks up and he gets the coffee and it spits the cup out and then it pours the coffee in it? Yes, I am familiar. That's how. You know, he checks the fucking cards on the bottom. This is how Coke works? That's how old Coke machines used to work. There would be a seltzer bottle in there and there would be, you know... And it would like mix the Coke without metallic robots. Yeah, it wouldn't future. come out of the can. It would, it would do. It would do the mix. And so, say, say, and it, it would shoot the syrup in the bottom of the cup, and then fill the rest of the way up with the soda. So, say, if you wanted a a thicker Coke, you pull the cup out quicker, and you get a thicker Coke. Interesting. So you're saying it's thicker when you pull out sooner? Yeah. <laughs> totally. Got it. I can't laugh anymore right now. <laughs> Otherwise, I would have laughed at that joke. <laughs> I'm not being rude. It's just it's, it's broke right now. Ooh, you get the Terminator Two reference. <laughs> no, I got it. If you don't, you'll pay the Coca Cola company later. <laughs> Excellent. I love how he just starts oh. coughing up money. <laughs> right, like, like so okay. many quarters. Yeah, man. That's one of the slapstick moments. Um, we get sh- shot in the face shot with in the, the face. Case. Yeah, and you notice it's just the fizz that comes out. It's not the it's not the soda. It, it looked like Coke to me because it was in black and Did white. It? Yeah, it was black and white, man. Was it? Yeah. yeah. How do you know if it's clear? Come on. It looks like clear. I don't know. I didn't see through it. It's I don't know. Fun. I love the whole scene. And according to IMDb, um, that scene was shown to Congress. And they apparently changed some policies to make sure that people could contact the right channels when 
crazy things were happening because they were like oh shit if someone can't call the president while there's a nuclear holocaust that's about to happen then what are we even doing i thought that was really weird that he was like yeah operator uh i only have 40 cents i don't know if i can really make this call i'm like well sorry the world's just gonna end (laughs) fuck Hey, man, look, dude, AT&T had to make their money back in the day or whatever. He's like, can I make Bell a collect South? call to yeah. the president? I promise yeah. it's not a crank call. It, 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 it would have been better if he'd like, been in Mayberry and he picks it up and he's like, yeah, Jenny, um, <laughs> can you connect me to the president? <laughs> Get me the president. Sir, you have a British accent. <laughs> I don't know if I can trust you. <laughs> He went real southern just now. Oh, uh, what, what did he say? There was one line. We tell him, he's like, the redcoats are coming. He tells him that. Um, the general does. And he's like, get over and help me. The redcoats are coming. <laughs> the redcoats are coming. Get over and hold this belt. <laughs> that's a good shoot. A shooting soldier. Oh, that's uh, so many ridiculous moments. Dude, I love that scene when all the fucking like bullets start coming through the thing. And he walks over there and they all the bullets go around him. He's like, ha ha, real good soldier. <laughs> I like the lighting change there too. Oh, it's real Where quick. It goes from night yeah, to no, no, no. And it, it's an instant. There's like almost no lag in it. it they did it. They did it really well. When the bullets come through uh, in the daylight, that's a nice lighting. And I, I think I think that it really helps that it's in black and white because uh, if you do that in color in a lot of movies, you actually have to see the bulbs kind of warm up a little bit when they come on. You actually see a color temperature change. Oh yeah. So yeah, within yeah. black and white, you don't notice that it just kind of clicked in. I mean, it worked for me because you see the light like actually collapse and then turn off. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. No, it's great in real time. I'm like, yeah, that's that was that was a good practical gag right there. Yeah, for sure. There's your 1.8 million dollars right there. <laughs> they spend it in the right place. <laughs> they they lit the war the room and then they uh, turned off the light in the office. They had to build so, that awesome like circular. That's still one of my favorite sets of all time. Like for sure. Just the way. Oh yeah, that, this, this between that giant circle light and then all of the bank of lights on that left side of the room or whatever. Yeah. So like every time they're over on the other side, like like oh let's convert for a second when they're and low. then they just have that that harsh like straight hard light. Yeah. When they're when they're over to the side when they're low and you're seeing you're seeing like up into the ceiling, you can actually see film lights. Uh, shooting back back at the back wall. Oh, there's yeah. like little moles. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Those like yeah. there's a couple in the background. Yeah, the, yeah, in the background. You can totally yeah. see them. I, I love that. They just, leave, just yeah. let it go. They're just like no. It's, all his lights and yeah. it's part of the room. It's, it's, like, it's part of it. Yeah, yeah. It, it is a good set. Yeah. Ken, Ken Adams did a really good job. Oh, for sure. He did a good job. He did. The war room stands out. The office is good too. I do like the office. It all looks great. Like even when he goes in, uh, the fucking Ripper guy. He go he goes in to blow his brains out in the bathroom. You can see him in the mirror. Yeah. yeah, it's just like the set design and, and the sh- shot choices are just—they're just nice. I like that he falls and then he's like up against the door and he can't get in because mm-hmm. he's up against, yeah, mm-hmm. it's so good, man. And then when the the guy comes in there, blows off the the lock, and it's like, wait, uh, General Ripper's in the bathroom, and he goes in, and he just looks at it, and he's like, mm. and he yeah. shot himself shaving. <laughs> <laughs> um, that uh, <laughs> I love that I love that low angle realization shot when he realizes that it's all over. It cuts to this yeah. this like extreme close up of his face, but it's low angled, and he's got this like just like he sits down. He has this like realization, you know, that there's nothing he can do. Man, there's a. I think most of my favorite shots are the low angle ones. Yeah, like the George C. Scott we were talking about with the yeah. where it would yeah. be in the table, and even the one where the uh, the general with the scar. Yeah, that shot. Yeah, it's excellent. Uh, yeah, I like all the low angles in this. I said, yeah, you're right. Good cinematography. 
Yep. What? Really good cinematography. Motherfucker shot sure. Star Wars, bro. Yeah. Or he yeah. will shoot Star Wars. And Stanley Kubrick, too. Stanley Kubrick knows how to fucking frame a shot, bro. He does. God, he, he knows does. how to frame a shot. All right, we yeah. have ratings. I think we are, Brian. All right, let's rate this, guys. All right. Mm. Who's going first? I'm going to give it an eight. An eight? <laughs> okay. Why are you giving it an eight, Jerry? 8.5. Why? Well, come on. Lay it on. Lay it on. I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. I mean, it's my first time seeing it, really. Oh, you can't yeah, come out of the game sounds... being like, oh, it's a 10. <laughs> you can't just give it a 10 because it's Kubrick, bro. Well, okay, well, I know, but so, like, what, what, what's, what's holding it back just a little bit? I think I said I thought it was a little slow and a little, like, you know, at times. But that's just the time of the movie and all that. I don't know, man. Did you think it was slow? I did. Like I said, I fell asleep watching it the first time, like, last night. What? I, oh, my, did, you, my, did you write that down? No, dude, like, my, my, this movie is not slow, Jared. <laughs> is that in your fucking notes? Yeah, my first note is actually nice, short, 95 minutes. Yeah, I yeah. I I think I think it was just the long, like the longer scenes in one room, you know, just back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Same scene, you know, ten minute scene in one room. I thought this was funny though. You guys didn't? No, I'm saying it's too much. I watched it at like you know late at night after shooting all day. You know. All right. Okay. All right. All right. All right. I do understand. It's you know. I'm gonna give it also an eight. Okay. For Annoyingly similar reasons. <laughs> you guys I, can't be different. God, <laughs> fuck. Uh, I see. To me, this feels like a long ninety minutes. This is not a short ninety minutes. This is a long ninety minutes. Um, the first time I watched it was like f- four or five years ago, ish. Um, and I remember kind of feeling feeling a little bit bored through a lot of it. This time around, it was like a, okay, I had a little bit more reason to be invested in it. Um, so some of the jokes landed more. I was paying more attention to the cinematography. I was paying more attention to the blocking and to the shot selection and to you know the the filmmaking things that makes Kubrick so good at what he does. I was paying more attention to those things. Um, but as just an uninvested audience person, you know, three four years ago when I first saw it the first time, I was like, and none of those things. None of those things got better watching it the second time. I appreciated more things watching it the second time because I was trying to pay attention and I was trying to care more. Um, I laughed at more things, but honestly, like having a conversation about it like this makes me appreciate more things after the fact. Agreed. Um, which I appreciate about lots of movies. Like that's not just unique to this thing, um, but like as as an experience watching it. It it wasn't necessarily as funny as I wanted it to be. It wasn't necessarily as like I'm just a hundred percent invested in the whole thing for the entire time as I wanted it to be. I I really love movies that I can sit and I have to watch every single second of it, or I feel like I missed something that wasn't this movie. There were several parts where I was like, yeah, no, I can read IMDb while I'm watching this or whatever. Solid eight, really really solid. I think. It's absolutely worth watching. Brian is over there squirming in his chair. <laughs> now I want to hear your rating. Now man. you miss Jeremy Bits uh, and <laughs> I, I, I'm going to give this a, a, a 9.5. I mean, I think it's pretty goddamn close to perfection for... You know what? Maybe it is a 10. Like, what, what, what would make this not a 10? I don't know. I can't think of anything, man. I really enjoy this movie. I don't think it's slow. Like, I, I love every second all the actors are on screen. I really like all the actors in this movie. I think they are funny. Absolutely. I think they're doing a really, really good job. And I'm just, I don't know, I like Kubrick's shot selection so much that I'm always 
I'm always interested. I mean, even those low angle shots with the fucking uh, general just talking about his plan with a cigar in his mouth, and it's just pretty much just black in the background. You really, there's no definition back there. It's just his face, this low angle, big old cigar. I'm entertained. I mean, he's doing enough for me. Hmm. Like I, that actor was also in uh, Kubrick's The Killing, by the way, too. So hmm. when you guys get the, have you seen that? Mm-mm. You seen Mm-mm. that? Oh, all right. Is that two fifty? What do you mean two fifty? Our next Kubrick movie. Oh, I feel like the next one's got to be Full Metal Jacket, right? Mm. Or Eyes Wide Shut. It's got to be. It's got to be a latter one. I feel like we need to touch a latter one. <laughs> We've done two earlier ones. We only did The Shining. That's you know. We can't do Clockwork yet. We need to like let's save that. You're yeah, right. That's got to be like episode 500. The next one. <laughs> okay, so, so the episode yeah. 250 will be uh, AI. <clears throat> That'll be our... I can't even handle what just happened. That's amazing. Um, when we run out of Kubrick movies... That'll be the next. That'll be the next one. So when we get through that many episodes, when we hit a thousand episodes, Kubrick, the Kubrick notes. You know that that's what that is. Yeah, Steven Spielberg's <laughs> over. Like, okay, I'm Steven Spielberg. This is my Stanley He's Kubrick like, tribute. Take a look at this. <laughs> <laughs> How can we fuck this up? Oh, maybe that's too harsh. That's anyway, perfect. I don't yeah. know. Uh, maybe we can uh, put Jude Law in here and make him a puppet. <laughs> God damn it! God damn it! That was so good. <laughs> you only was a gigolo. Yeah, uh, you can fuck people. <laughs> there are sensors in the right places. Oh, wait, that's the wrong movie. Sorry. All right, guys. Just don't make the kid blink. <laughs> It'll be creepy as fuck if you've seen his eyes. <laughs> oh my god! Thank you, mind viewer. I mean, Jared. <laughs> and on that note, you've been listening to the Movie Crew podcast. If you guys want to get in touch with us, you can send us an email to the Movie Crew at gmail dot com. That's the Movie Crew. Crew spelled C R E W E. Extra E at the end of the word Crew at gmail dot com. You guys can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Movie Crew Pod, and Jared. Where can they follow you? You can find me on Twitter. <clears throat> you can find me on Twitter at Jared B. Callen, on Instagram at Check the Gate, and my other fine podcast, Torah Stories, on Apple Podcasts. Oh, my goodness. Uh, <laughs> uh, Mike, where can they follow you, man? I am on Twitter and Instagram at Griggsy Media, G R I G G S Y Media. Um, all right, guys, we're going to uh, close out the show tonight. Oh, hold on. Oh, damn it, Jared, you're fucking... Damn, George Lucas' voice got me all laughing here. <laughs> all right, we're going to be closing out the show tonight with We'll Meet Again, performed by Vera Lynn. I think that's really fitting, because that, let's say that the coronavirus kills us all. <laughs> that, uh, Don't know this, where. Yeah, Don't and then know like, you know, our very last podcast is We'll Meet Again. This is very appropriate. I definitely wasn't thinking of that while watching the movie tonight. Wait, yes, I was. We'll meet again some sunny day. And it's episode listeners. 200. Yo, man, you're making this very apocalyptic. That's what I'm saying. Episode 200, y'all. It's apocalypto. What if, what if, what if we never come back, bro? This, this is the end. And we just like, this, this, and is, this is the song we go out on. Oh, shit. We don't know where. This yeah. is too deep right now. We don't know I love where. you guys. Thanks too for real? Listening. Not real enough. <laughs> meet again. Don't know where. Don't know when, but I know.
did USH bombers attack on Russia? Why did the fate of the world hang on a Coca-Cola machine? Why did Dr. Strangelove want ten women for each man? Where was the red premiere when the hotline rang? Why did U.S. paratroopers invade their own base? And uh, what was the doomsday machine? Hey, what all is all this, baby? Dr. <laughs> Strange Love. Or how I learned to stop worrying and love the bomb. <laughs> Starring Peter Sellers, George C. Scott, Sterling Hayden, and Kanan Wynn. Dr. Strange Love. Or how I learned to stop worrying and love the bomb. A Stanley Kubrick production. From Columbia Pictures. A moving. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Zero. Whoopee!